Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we see your deliverance. We see your victory in these areas, Lord. We have to put it in our hearts, put it in our mouths, and speak it out, Lord, as we sing and as we shout and as we give you glory and honor this morning. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice for us. We thank you, Lord, for this week as we celebrate and as we go through this week and as we look forward to next week as we celebrate the resurrection of our King and of our Lord and our Savior. Father, we just give you praise and glory and honor this morning. We thank you for your many blessings and we thank you for your word and the anointing upon your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated this morning. You know, today is, we all say it is Palm Sunday. And, um, you know, we, we have to realize and know what Palm Sunday is all about. And we're going to talk about that. This was the week preceding the resurrection. And this was a big time. This was the time of, of Passover. Now, my sermon is, is um, titled Hosanna because when the, when the people came, when Jesus came into the city, Jerusalem, that's what everyone was shouting. Hosanna, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna. They were excited. And, you know, this word Hosanna means pray and save. Basically, it means salvation. So they were like, Hosanna, our salvation has come. Our salvation has come. But one of the things that most of them did not realize that this wasn't a physical deliverance. It was a spiritual deliverance. It wasn't physically, and that's what they were looking for. They were looking for someone to deliver them from the oppression that, that the Romans' government was putting upon them. But they didn't realize that, you know, through what we have to realize is through spiritual deliverance can come physical deliverance. But spiritual deliverance is the main thing, and that's the main thing that was happening here. And, um, you know, one of the reasons, too, just to give you a little background, that a lot of the people were excited and they were looking for Jesus and they, they were excited for this salvation is that, you know, just a few days before that in John 11, I'm not going to read that right now, but Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead and many had heard about this and the Jewish leaders were upset about it. They had already decided, you know what? This guy's got to go. In other words, he's got to die. We got to get rid of him. There's too many things happening. And um, he's a threat to our relationship, our political relationship with, with the, the Roman authorities. And, you know, we just got to get rid of it. And I want to read one passage out of John 12, 9. This is from the Passion Translation. It says, when the word got out that Jesus was not far from Jerusalem, a large crowd came out to see him. And they also wanted to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. So when Jesus came, these people were excited. Not only because of that, but some of them were excited about they wanted to see Lazarus. They wanted to see this Jesus that raised people from the, to raise someone from the dead. But they also wanted, they were also excited because they were expecting the Jesus to come in and he's the king and he was going to wipe, you know, wipe it out physically. He was going to do it. But Jesus didn't come for a physical deliverance. He came for a spiritual deliverance. He came to deliver us from our sins. And they didn't realize that. You know, and um, Jesus, you know, came riding on a donkey. We'll talk about that in a minute. Instead of, you know, instead of a prancing horse as a king, he came in riding on a, 
on a colt that had really never been ridden before. So here he comes. But then this was at Passover time. And um, Passover was the time that, that everybody came and they brought their sacrifice to the priest and they, they, they put them on the altar, slaughtered them, and their sins were forgiven for another year. But um, and just think about how many lambs could have been. It's probably thousands that were brought into the city. Not only all these people, but all the lambs that were brought, the best that they had, the most perfect in their flock they brought for this. And, but what Jesus came was great. What he sacrificed, was getting ready to sacrifice, was greater than all this put together. And as I said before, don't, aren't you excited that we don't have to bring lambs every year and I don't have to slaughter them? But Jesus did that once and for all. So I want to start in Matthew 21, verse 1. And this is in the New King James Version. I'm just going to read this and get your mind's eye pictured to what's going on here. All, all these thousands of people, all these lambs and all this stuff that's been brought in, all these animals and, and, and Jesus is coming in. It says, now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Beth, Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village opposite you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me and if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them and immediately... He will send them. So, you know, the, 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 the disciples knew the scriptures, and this was a scripture that was, for, this was fulfilling prophecy. And, you know, they knew that Jesus walked most places that he went. But here he was. He said, bring me this donkey. Just go get it. All you got to do is say the Lord needs it, and they'll give it to you without any problems. He didn't say go sneak it out or anything like that. He said if anybody asks you, and they did, and when they asked him, they did it. <laughs> Amen? So, so riding the colt into the city, it was a public declaration that Jesus was a king. It was, it was a declaration. It was a fulfillment of, the prof, of a prophecy. Jesus is coming as a king. He's coming into the city. So in, in uh, verse 4, of Matthew it says this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet say to the daughter of Zion behold your king is coming to you gentle and mounted on a donkey even on a colt the foal of a beast of burden all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying tell the daughter of Zion behold your king is coming to you lowly and sitting on a donkey a colt the foal of a donkey now all these Jewish people, the, God's people should have recognized this. They, they, they should have recognized, they should know the scripture and they should have recognized that he's not coming as a king. And some, some did, I'm sure, some didn't, but they should, he come, he's come as a king, but he's not coming as a conquering king. He's not going to come in here on his prancing horse with all his weapons and just, and just wipe out the Roman government. And that's what a lot of them thought and that's what they were celebrating. And I'm sure when they, they saw Jesus coming on a donkey, some of them knew and some of them didn't. 
And then some of them were maybe confused. Some of them were like, what's going on here? But Zechariah 9, 9 said, Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph. O people of Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humbly riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. So Jesus was fulfilling that prophecy. He was fulfilling Zechariah's prophecy that Jesus was, that the king was going to ride in on a donkey. He was going to ride in as a humble king, not as a, a um, conquering king, but he's going to come in as a, as a, a king. And see, the, the, I'm sure the Pharisees, they knew the scriptures, they knew this. They did not want the people to recognize this, right? They wanted to get rid of Jesus. They wanted him gone. They said, look, we've got to get rid of this guy. He's coming in. He's, he, we've got to get rid of him. So Matthew, the verse 6 and 7 says, So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded. They brought the donkey and the colt and laid the clothes on them and set him on them. And sure enough, and this is out of Luke, 1933 and 35 is sure enough as they were untying it the owners asked them why are you untying that colt and the disciples simply replied the lord needs it so they brought the colt to jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on and then what happened next is why we call this palm sunday and um as they were singing hosanna the people began to not only spread out palm branches some did it says, in a very great multitude, spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. They were making a pathway for, for Jesus. They were taking their garments. They were taking the palm branches. They were putting them on for Jesus to walk on, um, to ride the donkey on, for Jesus to come in. They were making a way. They were declaring his kingdom. They were declaring him as king. They were saying, this is Jesus. This is Hosanna. This is the king of kings. They were excited about him coming. They were excited about Jesus coming 